Welcome to Imperfect Momming. Our children are constantly looking to us for examples. The term role model doesn't quite cut it here. We are shaping their worldview with every move we make. You see, it's not in the lectures we give or moments where we are actively attempting to teach them. It's in the micro movements we make, the unconscious ways in which we navigate life. We are constantly teaching our children how to show up for themselves, their friends, their future partners, and even their future children. So what can we do to ensure we are raising thoughtful, compassionate, self-aware human beings? We have to become them ourselves. No one is perfect, but we can still all be better, and it starts with self-healing. Let's get to it. Welcome back to Imperfect Mommying, and I was going to say we have a special guest, and we it's just the two of us, but we're both special, so we have special guests. <laughs> <laughs> We are special guests. And so I want to share what happened right before um, this. We came live on this morning because um, uh, Alicia said, and she said it as a joke, something to the effect of we were having some issues getting on a little bit, like not a big deal, but we couldn't get, well, we, it's the royal we, we couldn't get the technology to work. Um, I wouldn't have been able to even problem solve it. Like there would have been no live this morning. Alicia is the master that she is with technology, figured it out in two minutes and got us on. And then like jokingly said, don't you love technology? But I think was being sarcastic, right? Because that was how it took it. Yes. Mm -hmm. Okay. Yeah. And so I had a story, a belief about technology for decades and the belief and the story and the, the, mantra that I would repeat is I'm not good at technology. I'm not good at technology. I hate, I don't like technology. Um, and a few years ago, I, I started to change it. And I would say, you know, I love computers, even though I didn't feel it inside my body. But fast forward to today, I will tell you that when, so when Alicia said that this morning, I literally felt it in my body. And I said, I actually do love technology we wouldn't be here with you today together if it were not for technology. I had a coaching session this morning with a friend um, in Michigan uh, or a client or a friend, but a client in Michigan who, uh, you know, I got to speak to at 7 a.m. at 10 a.m. her time. And then another friend who's originally from Kenya, we were doing some work before that at 530 in the morning and she lives in Atlanta and it's all because of technology. And so what I said is, Actually, I do love technology. And what I love even more is my friend, Alicia, who is not just my friend, but my soul sister and like truly my soul sister. Um, I'm pausing because I literally have tears coming to my eyes looking at you, my love, because of how grateful I am for everything that you are, for everything that you for everything that you be, for everything that you are, and for everything that you have done for me this year. Technology just being a small part of it and your help with technology and teaching me technology and helping me navigate to be here with all of you live who are with us in the room now and who will be joining us after and who are listening to this recording. Um, it's because of my soul sister, dear friend and 
beautiful business partner, Alicia, who has made this possible for me. And I am so grateful to technology, but I am really so grateful for you. Well, I appreciate your kind words. And uh, without technology, you and I would have never met. Because I'm we not sure we, I'd go that far. I think I think that you know it would have happened I, some other I, way. I, but what I said would it have happened some other way? <laughs> I, it would have happened some other way. It would have happened some other way. Um, I do know, and you know that Alicia and I both know that our dads, who have both passed, um, brought us together. And I'm literally seeing the 1818 on the wall when I drove and I, I saw it yesterday when you and I were on the phone and we were talking and I drove up and it was like that reminder of like our dads that that have brought us together and, and the universe. And yes, technology has is making it so much, so much easier. So the topic for this morning is really for us to, you know, and it's counterintuitive to think about slowing down during this busy time of the year, uh, during the holiday season. And growing up for me, it was summer. This time of the year was summer, which is mm -hmm. funny, right? And now I'm, I, live in a, I live in America. And so the season for me is winter. And so winter is a time of like hibernation and reflection. And summer is a time of, you know, expansion and blooming. And, you know, uh, well, spring is blooming, but summer, I guess, is full bloom. And so really, it's just more about like, as we approach the end of a secular year for 2007, I was going to say 2017. Oh, my God, you guys wow. are going, now I'm going, now I'm like, who, like time, seasons, distance, like nothing matters anymore. <laughs> wow. Talk about blast from the past right there. Right. Yeah. Anyway, what I was saying, it's counterintuitive as we approach the end of 2023 to think about slowing down. Um, end of 2023, going into 2024. That's my husband in the background correcting me. Isn't that nice? Um, I'm live on Facebook, baby, and it's being recorded. Um, and you're wrong. Yes, we're approaching 2024. So we're both right. Um, anyway, so it's counterintuitive to think about slowing down and reflecting. And I think that as moms, especially, you know, as parents and moms, we get so busy in the whirlwind that we sometimes forget to do that. And it's so important for us. Yeah, I mean we we've talked about you know the fact that we're human beings and not human doings um and we are programmed to always be doing something and um you know and i i i catch myself that like you melanie knows like i'm never not doing something with my hands and it's, and it was a topic of conversation this morning in our house that um, I'm, sometimes I'm doing so much that I forget the people in my house, that I'm mm -hmm. having a conversation with Larry. He says something, I'm engaged in it. And then 
that stops and I go back to what I was doing and he'll say something else and I don't even hear it. And he'll say it again and I don't even hear it. And so then he'll, he'll walk, he'll turn around and walk away. And, you know, also as a mom, if I'm doing that to my partner, how much am I doing that to my kid? And, and, and it's, it's something that like, I mean, this happened 10 minutes ago, this conversation, it's like, oh, I have some, some things to look at and some, um, some priorities to, to look over. And when we take the time to, to pause and to slow down, we can have those moments where we reflect on what's important to us and are we acting in a way that reflects the things that are important to us? I love this so much, Alish. And I feel like as we are approaching the end of the year, you're bringing up topics that we've been discussing over the past few weeks, right? The pause. You and I had a discussion yesterday about the five finger framework and how to use that and how to use that inside of the pause talking uh, about overwhelm last week, talking about um, imperfect progress, right? That it's not about, we, we've all heard that's, or many of us, I shouldn't say, I shouldn't make an assumption, but I know that many of us have heard um, practice makes it perfect. And reflecting on and realizing in my life, in this season of my life, that I'm not sure, you know, maybe everything is just perfect as is. Like I was going to say, like maybe there is no perfection, but actually it's the opposite. Maybe everything is just perfectly imperfect. And my goal is for imperfect progress. And so thinking about like, and that was, you know, one of the, uh, you know, I recently had a conversation with someone who's a nutritionist and uh, was talking about how I really would like to, be more mindful or more intentional or, you know, lose the extra weight, be more healthy, all the things. Right. And, and I said to her, you know, the truth is like, I've been doing the dieting and the, this and the, this for so long. Like if I'm just being really transparent, I'm just tired. Like I just, I, I want it, but I'm just tired. You know what I mean? And it's, it's that conflict of, ah, oh, I want it, but, oh, I'm tired, but I want, you know, and the suggestion that she made is literally, I'm not kidding, an apple a day. Hmm. An apple a day. And so it seems so simple, but it's just the intention of the consistent, what we spoke about was having that be something that's consistent and creating a consistent habit and the nutrition that I would be putting in my body by doing that. And she gave me some other ideas of what I can, you know, how I can build on that. And I just love that. Mm -hmm. That's planting a seed. And I actually personally love that it's coming at the end of the year. So it's not one of those New Year's resolutions I'm going to make, you know, so many times for me. And that, and that's also an old story that I make a New Year's resolution and it doesn't necessarily last. That's an old story. But we can set these intentions every single day. 
-hmm. It doesn't have to be at the end of the year or the beginning of a year. Like we can change our lives at any time. Yeah. We can choose. And with that, we're going to let our um, meeting attendees who are in the waiting room waiting to um, connect with us and get some support. We're going to let them in. We're going to um, wish you all uh, a happy week and happy ho holiday season. We'll be back next week um, on Tuesday at 9 a.m. Um, anything else that I'm forgetting to mention? No, but looking ahead, if you do want to save the date, we will be doing another live workshop on the, is it the 17th, Alish, of January? I believe it's the 17th of January at 9 a.m. in at St. Martin of Tours in Los Angeles. Uh, it is open to the public. Um, and we are talking about something. Maybe full steam ahead, enhancing our children's self-esteem. Mm. And so if you want to put it in your calendar and save the day, and you can join us live in person, we would love, love, love to see you there. We also do individual one-on-one -on -one coaching, and we will be talking about technology, uh, rolling out a lot more things virtually coming in 2024. And I'm really excited about that. Me too. I'm excited that you're excited. So <laughs> until we meet again, keep healing. Bye, guys. Bye, guys. Thank you for tuning in to Imperfect Momming. It's time for us to step up and realize that our power is not in trying to shape our children. Our power lies in shaping ourselves into the people we want our children to model themselves after. Don't just do it for your kids. Do it for yourself. When you become a more self-aware, compassionate, and confident person, you and everyone around you benefit. For more information about me and my work, visit alishalyons.com. That's A-L-Y-S-I-A-L-Y-O-N-S.com. See you next time.